Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast today, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. I do not want you to be one of those people on Someday Island. Someday Island is the place where dreams die. Someday Island is where people wait for great ideas, thoughts, quotes, Or phrases to hit them in the lap that will spark them to change and all of a sudden they'll take off. That is not the way the world works. Ideas are passing by us every day like cars in the fast lane. And we must have the wisdom to grab ideas as they come by and go with them as far as they can take us. And I love what my mentor used to say. There is nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come. And the time that comes is the time that you take action. On the idea that compels you. Because ideas without action are worthless. So take absolute immediate action today. Today we are going to be talking about increasing sales by increasing value. Before we get into that, however, I would love to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Foreverlawn is the premier artificial grass company in the world. And they are looking for dealers near you. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner or investor looking for a great opportunity in a thriving market, then Foreverlawn is a great fit for you. Foreverlawn has separated themselves by the quality of their grass, by their innovation in developing new products, and by the integrity of their customer service. Foreverlawn makes it their mission to help their dealers thrive. They have easy-to-use systems, training, and proactive support to ensure success. Visit www.foreverlawn.com and click on the Business Opportunities page today for more information. So I got a general question for you before we get started today. Why do you get paid for what you do? I'm assuming everyone listening to this has a job and they're working for an organization or they're an entrepreneur, they're working for themselves or they're a business owner. Why do you get paid It's a real simple answer. You get paid for bringing value to the marketplace. So there are varying degrees of value. Now, just as a preface, I want to tell you, I'm not talking about the value of a human life. I'm not talking about a value of an individual. We all know in the sight of God, all of us have inerrant value. We cannot put a measure on the value of human life. In the marketplace, however, we measure it. And we say that a person gets paid based upon the value that they bring to an organization. So you have people who work at a fast food restaurant, for instance, and they're flipping burgers. We say that that value in the marketplace has a $7.85 an hour value. We also put attorneys who have years and years of education, who go through boards and so forth and so on, they get paid anywhere from 350 to $5,000 an hour when they put their hands to something based upon the value that they are bringing to the client and bringing to the marketplace. 
So again, want to preface and say, I'm not talking about value of human life. I'm talking the value that you bring to the marketplace is the reason why you get paid. So oftentimes when people come to me and they say, I want to make more money, it's very simple. I say, okay, let's find out where you can bring more value to the marketplace. And one way that we can all do a better job of increasing value for our organization is increasing sales. We all know that profit, cash is king in an organization. So the more sales, the more revenue that is generated for an organization, the more value, dollars and cents wise, the organization has in the marketplace. So take an organization that is a $5 million a year organization and increase it to $25 million in a couple years, what happens to the value of that organization to the marketplace? It increases exponentially. How about the value to a community? They'd have to hire more people, give more people jobs as people spend money out in the marketplace. And so the value increases exponentially. So the more we increase sales, the more we increase value to an organization. And it's funny because a lot of people say, well, I'm not a salesperson. I say, that's garbage. Everybody is a salesperson. It does not matter what part of the organization that you work in. You are a salesperson. Let's say you're an administrator, for instance. So you're doing a lot of behind the scenes work. Are you supporting sales? Are you supporting marketing? Are you supporting logistics? Are you supporting customer service? So essentially, you are, even though you may not be a hunter or frontline salesperson, you are selling for your organization. You are supporting. And when people walk into the doors of your organization, you are selling a look. You are selling a culture. You are selling the product and service of that which you represent every time somebody walks in and sees your face. If you're a person who's an administrator... If you're a person who sits and you hate your job, so you let that be seen on your face, you are saying to the person that this is a poor culture. You are selling a poor culture by the look on your face. If a person comes into your organization, however, and you're, you have a smile on your face and you're welcoming and you're inviting, you're telling them and selling them that this is a great culture. I know that's indirect, but I don't like when people tell me they're not a salesperson because I have met people who are the most reticent, introverted people in the world, but if they get excited about an idea or a movie or a book, they will talk with such passion that I am immediately sold on the idea that they're trying to bring to me. So we are all in sales, but what people are essentially saying when they say, I'm not in quote-unquote sales or I could never be a salesperson, is they're telling you, I have a great fear of rejection. And they are not maybe a high-energy person that loves to get out and talk to a bunch of people. And that's okay. They don't have to be in frontline sales. But if everybody in an organization would understand that they're all in sales, sales would increase. We'd have more intentional focused energy around sales, which would increase revenue, which would increase value to the marketplace. So don't forget, the reason why you get paid is by increasing value to a organization. So if I can increase value, I will get paid in lieu of that. Okay, so 
here's the thing we got to think of when you're talking about increasing value for your organization, specifically in sales, is you always have to ask yourself this question when it comes to your customers. What's in it for them? Your customers are who release money to buy your product and service to give you more revenue. So our organization, whatever organization it is, should be to serve our clients and to find out deeply what's in it for them. If they use our product and service, what is in it for them? How does our product and service increase value to our customers? There's an old saying that goes like this, facts tell, stories sell. Here's what I'll tell you. If you want to know how your product or service increases value to your clients, Start with research. Start with the facts. If somebody has worked with your organization, how have you saved them money? How have you helped them increase their value to the marketplace? How has your product made their life more efficient? How has it created a better quality of life for them? What's the ease of use for them? How has your service helped them with their confidence level? How has it helped them with their interactions with their employees and their customers. So find out the data. I am big on getting data and research around your product and service because facts tell, yet stories sell. So also know as many stories as possible around your product and service that you can tell clients, hey, here's the facts about the research. This is what we found. When people use our product or service, they typically have a 15% increase in their quality of life and their sales and their marketing and their promotions. And they have this many people who have come back and said that the ease of use for this product is... 95% efficient. So this is, this is the data. Now let me tell you a personal story. We had a client that came in here one time and they said, this is what happened as a result of using our product and service. And they, you tell them a story based around a client who has come in and talked to you or talked to somebody in your organization. So you do have to know what's in it for your clients. We are here essentially to serve the marketplace, to help them have a better way of life, to have better products and service so that they can have the life that they always dreamed of. And that's how you start to whiff them. The next thing you can increase value in when it comes to sales is simple customer service. Are you where you say you're going to be when you say you're going to be there? How's your attitude? Are you consistent in your attitude? I know people say to me all the time, you are always upbeat, you're always positive. And that's not always true, but I do my best to serve people with my attitude. My mom and dad always used to say, you have a choice with your attitude. Most people don't know that attitude is a choice. And when I'd come out of my bedroom in the mornings, if I didn't have a positive look on my face, my mom or dad sometimes would tell me to go back in my room and change my attitude because they didn't want my negative attitude affecting the family in a bad way. I really appreciate it now because it got me to the place where I could say, you know what, no matter how I'm feeling inside, I don't have the right to treat anybody else poorly. So customer service, are we smiling Are we looking at people as kings or queens that we're there to serve them and help their life become better? Customer service in sales is huge. 
And people will pay more money for a product and service if they know they're going to get great customer service with somebody they know, like, and trust. So make sure that you're always focused on great customer service. Another thing in sales, the third thing in sales I'd like to present to you today is your questioning strategy. The Latin word for education is educo, which means to draw out. Information and instruction is about dumping in. What you should do with your clients all the time is be asking them questions about their life. What are their pains? What are their dreams? What are their expectations? How are they feeling about your product and service? And most of the time, salespeople don't like circling back around and asking, hey, are our products and service serving you well? Because oftentimes, salespeople are afraid of them saying no. But I look at that. If somebody says no, you know what? You're falling short of my expectations in this area. That is a way to improve and get better and to show out for your clients even more. Because if they tell you you're not meeting their expectations and you go out of your way to make sure that you meet their expectations, you are going to be a hero to them because you care and it all comes down to you asking quality questions. Remember this, the quality of your life is the quality of your communication and the quality of your communication is based upon the quality of the questions that you ask. We have one mouth, two ears for a reason. We must use those accordingly. So make sure you ask a lot of questions and draw out from your clients as much as you can. The next value you can bring when it comes to sales is simple presentation, is being able to simply, clearly, briefly, and tying it back to the human elements of life, your products and service in a way that gets people to understand and know how, based upon their pains and their needs, this product or service is going to serve them. Presentation oftentimes is the persuasive tool that people need to walk down the path with you, which leads me to the last point of how you increase values in sales is through the close. Now, this is the part where everybody gets scared. Most salespeople, especially the palms get sweaty. The forehead starts dripping. You know, they rub the back of their neck a little bit because they're afraid to ask for it. And the way I look at closing a sale is if you know that your potential client or your client needs this product or service, I look at it like this. I'm just simply going to put my arm around you. I'm going to start walking. And what I'll tell them is, listen, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to be the number one person in your life in this specific aspect of your life that is going to serve you. And I am going to be by your side as long as it takes to get you to where you want to go. If I can't personally be there, one of my team members will be there and we will take care of you. So the question is, do you want to come with me? And you just simply, in your mind, through your energy, just walk forward with them with your arm around them and oftentimes what I've found is when you tell them this relationship does not start the day that we sign the contract. This relationship really starts the day the contract is completed because after this contract is completed or when you have used the product, 
now you are going to have a real relationship with me based upon trust. And from then on out, then we have a real relationship. Because you got to think, when somebody buys a product from you for the first time, they are going, they're buying off of a promise. They are believing that what you say you're going to deliver or what you say your product is going to deliver, you will actually deliver. So when you deliver, then you have established a relationship based on trust. Now the next time you go to present something to them, they aren't questioning whether or not you're going to do a good job. They already know. They have history with you, and now you can move forward with other products and services and walk alongside of them in their journey towards success. So I hope that you got a lot out of this today, but don't forget, you get paid in the marketplace by increasing value. And the more you can use these tactics in specifically sales, the more revenue that you'll generate for your organization, which will increase the value of your organization, which will increase your value to the organization, which will ultimately increase your ability to get paid more money. So I hope this was beneficial to you today, and I look forward to talking to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.